Welcome to the Daily Dose, where we are currently walking through an overview of the entire Bible. Join us today as we learn the story of Scripture and see God's redemptive plan through Christ from cover to cover. Let's listen to Matt Reister, Director of Christian Crusaders and the Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Today we're in Matthew chapter 16, verses 24 through 28. Then Jesus told his disciples, If anyone would come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. To those of us who know what we know because we have the entire scriptures and biblical history has been fully played out before our time, we might miss the peculiarity of this statement that Jesus is making to his disciples. 2,000 years later, we know exactly the significance of taking up your cross. But back then, the disciples had no idea of the role that the cross would play in God's redemptive plan, specifically as it relates to Jesus. They might have kind of looked at him like, wow, that's an interesting analogy, take up your cross. They would have known what a cross is. They would have known the Roman practice of crucifying criminals, making a spectacle of execution so that people wouldn't make the same mistakes that those punished criminals did. But they would have had no idea how significant Jesus statement is about taking up your cross. I can imagine after they saw everything play out, they're like, oh my gosh, do you remember when he said that? This is this is what he's talking about right here. Incredible. Verse 25, for whoever would save his life will lose it, but whoever loses his life for my sake will find it. This goes in line with what we heard in Matthew 6, where he said, store up treasures in heaven where moth and rust do not destroy and thieves do not break in and steal. Do not store up for yourselves treasures on earth where moth and rust do destroy and where thieves do break in and steal. Anyone is going to make life all about them, their pleasures, their conveniences, their agenda, me, 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 they're actually going to lose their life when everything is said and done. But those who lose their life, who put all of those pleasures, desires, worldly things behind them and surrender to Jesus Christ, they're the ones who will find their life. Jesus says in verse 26, for what will it profit a man if he gains the whole world and forfeits his soul? Or what should a man give in return for his soul? In other words, disciples, choose wisely, Jesus is saying. And that exhortation comes straight to us, especially those of us that live in America or in the West where there's wealth everywhere and opportunities to do whatever we want with our lives, pursue as much self-seeking pleasure as possible. It's right here at our fingertips and within our reach in a way that it has not been for people in centuries past or people from different parts of the world today. A popular Christian artist named Toby Mac has a song called Lose Your Soul. I'll link it in the notes. It explores this whole idea. Verse 27, For the Son of Man is going to come with his angels in the glory of his Father, and then he will repay each person according to what he has done. This is Jesus looking way forward, even ahead from where we are on the timeline, to a time when accounts are going to be settled. To use his metaphors from earlier in this book, this is going to be when the wheat and the weeds are separated. And you might think that he is advocating a certain works-based righteousness because he said he'll repay each person according to what he has done. That is true, obviously, because Jesus said it. But to those of us who trust Christ, we'll be viewed and judged as having the righteousness of Christ. So even though we have sin on our account, it'll be covered by the righteousness of Christ because of the faith that we have. So we will be repaid for what we have done, and our payment will be a good payment because we won't have done anything wrong in a spiritual sense, clothed in the righteousness of Christ. Those who aren't covered by Christ's blood and clothed in his righteousness will be exposed for the evil and wicked sinful things that they've done, sinful 
shameful things that we ourselves have done but have been covered, except theirs won't be covered, and it's going to be bad news, not just in that moment, but for eternity. Then in verse 28, Jesus says something that has spawned a lot of thought and conversation and debate. Truly I say to you, there are some standing here who will not taste death until they see the Son of Man coming in his kingdom. So Jesus talking to his disciples, and he says, some of you aren't even going to die before you see the Son of Man coming in his kingdom. What does that mean? Some people think that must mean the second coming of Christ, and if the second coming of Christ hasn't happened yet, and all the disciples that were standing there who he said wouldn't taste death, some of them before that happened, have died, then was Jesus false in this prophecy? Well, there are many ways that we could understand Jesus, the Son of Man, coming in his kingdom. One would be his resurrection. Another one would be the coming of the Holy Spirit at Pentecost, which fell for the first time on all believers in the book of Acts. Another way to understand Jesus coming in his kingdom would be the advancement of the gospel that is going on right in front of them as he speaks. Miracles are being done, demons being cast out, paralyzed people being healed. And with those miracles, truth about the kingdom of heaven being taught in a way that it had never been taught or understood before. That could be understood as seeing the Son of Man coming in his kingdom. I think the very best interpretation is that Jesus is referring to his transfiguration. You think, what's his transfiguration? Well, that's what's going to happen in the very next section of scripture. We'll look at that tomorrow. But to jump ahead a little bit, three of his disciples, Peter, James, and John, are going to join him on a mountain, and he's going to be transfigured. And this is certainly an example of the Son of Man coming in his kingdom. These three disciples were shown Jesus in a state or in a condition that the rest of us won't see until after the angels come and the judgment happens that he talked about in verse 27. Lord, thank you for sending your Son to be the sacrifice for sin that we couldn't be to live the righteousness that we can't live. Will you help anybody who is in the sound of my voice who has not surrendered their life to Christ by putting their faith in him to do so? And would you help those of us who have to increasingly deny ourselves, take up our cross, and follow you? Amen. The Daily Dose is a podcast of Christian Crusaders radio and internet ministry. Please subscribe to this podcast, leave a five-star rating, and prayerfully consider financially supporting our ministry at christiancrusaders.org, where you can also find our weekly 30-minute radio broadcast, which airs on stations around the world, and where you can listen to our Conversations podcast featuring inspiring interviews with interesting Christians. We also want to highlight two ministry partners. First is the Cedar Falls Bible Conference, whose conference videos and schedule of year-round events and activities are available at cedarfallsbibleconference.com. And please consider joining us for their 101st annual conference on Saturday, July 30th through Saturday, August 6th in 2022. Second, if you or someone you know could benefit from an anonymous online Christian mentor, please visit issuesiface.com, which is provided by Power to Change Digital Strategies, our other ministry partner. Thank you for listening, and may God richly bless you.